From the FSU College of Law, I'm Alva Striplin. And I'm Jeff Kahn. Whether you're thinking about law school or are in law school and have no idea what's next or how you're going to get there, we're here to help. From deciding what classes to sign up for as a 2L or hoping for that key internship that will lead to the next big thing, these students are taking care care of business. Today's guest is Amanda Lowe. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you. Um, So Amanda is a 3L. She's from West Palm Beach. In her spare time, she likes walking her dog. I think that's probably how she releases some stress, right? Definitely. All right. So let's go back in time just a little bit, Amanda. Can you tell us... How'd you get to FSU? How did you get to law school? What how, what happened in your life that made brought you here? So kind of cliche, but um, my mom, she worked for a real estate um, law firm or law company, Rendina Companies. And um, I would go on like take your child to work day and I'd sit with the lawyers in like a conference room and I get to like pretend to be a lawyer. And I was like, this is what I want to do one day. Um, and so then I knew that like about, about middle school, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And so, um, undergrad, I went to FSU and I did political science communications and I minored in entrepreneurship and, um, I did the political science because that was the pre-law for FSU. Um, and I interned while in undergrad at an employment law firm. And I realized that's not what I wanted to do. And that's how I came to business law. So did that did that push you to, to do better in undergrad? Did you know your grades had to be good to be able to get into law school? Did that really encourage your, your drive, your ambition to, to go to class, to do well? Yeah, um, because I wanted to get a sc- good scholarship. I wanted to go to a good law school. Um, and I knew I wasn't that good at standardized testing. So I knew if my GPA was higher, I'd do a lot better. <laughs> Well, obviously you did okay because you ended up here, so uh, you must have done pretty well. So what drew you to business law? What is business law for those people listening that don't really know? I think business law is pretty broad. Um, It encompasses really anything from um, creating a company, the the formation, um, governing that company, um, employment, tax, transactions between other companies in that company or their clients in that company. Um, And I think I really, when I was at the employment law firm, I really enjoyed drafting documents. And so that's when I knew that I wanted to do transactional work. And what I like about business law is that I can do really all types of law. I can do real estate. I can do tax. I can do um, securities. I can do employment all in house doing the contract drafting of it. So, Amanda, do you feel that the classes that you've taken, and you've taken classes like taxation, as you mentioned, and corporations and commercial law, and we can talk about some of those, but do you feel that they are what you expected them to be, Have you, uh, or are they different than uh, you thought they would be? Has is, is there been surprises on what you thought a transactional or business lawyer does? Um, there weren't too many surprises. Um I was surprised that I liked tax, no offense, <laughs> but I think it was because you were teaching it. <laughs> um, She's buttering you up. <laughs> Grades are already in. <laughs> I did good, so it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't think that surprised me. I think I was surprised by certain areas of business law that I did actually like. Um, like I interned at Next Era Energy when I was a 1L and a 2L, 
like my 2L and 1L summer. And I started doing securities law and I did not think that I would like that because it's it's very niche. Um, but I really enjoyed like in-house doing all the securities for a company and um, shareholder relations and stuff like that. And so you, you interned at, at an energy company. Again, remind me, it's the... Um, Green Street the, Power Partners. Green, and, and what are you do, what, what do you do as an, ex, uh, an extern at these places? So for NextEra, I was doing corporate governance and the security side. So I was doing a lot of um, limited liability company agreements, um, amended and restated limited liability company agreements, assignment and assumption of membership interests. So I was doing a lot of um, corporate restructuring internally for them and then at green street power partners i'm doing a lot of real estate um we're doing a lot of easement contracts um deed looking at a lot of deeds um and i'm actually doing some tax stuff with um pilots uh i cannot tell you what a pilot is off the top of my head (laughs) um but it's kind of so that they get tax incentives from the state. And so we're looking at that. I've done a lot of insurance, looking at a lot of insurance and um, engineering, procurement, and construction contracts, just a variety of things. Is interning something you recommend to students? Oh, 100%. Yes. Why do you think that is? Why is it an important part of the education, do you think? Because I think you can like a class. Like, I really enjoyed property as a 1L. And then you go in and actually practice it and like do it. It may you may not like it as much. Just like you may love taxation, and then you go and you're like, "Wow, this is not like what con uh, taught." Um, so you can it you kind of see, "Oh, okay, I actually really like this," or "No, I don't actually really." Like I mean, this. you may not have had the experience yet, but are there classes that you feel that you've taken that do match up with the practice? Do you feel that that course, for example, prepared you well for what you're doing in the internship and where you'll be after graduation? Yeah, I think so. Um, so that was a more of a seminar. So we did a lot of um, like communicating all together. And my paper was on shareholder relations. Um, and so I know later on if, well, I am going into securities law. So um, it'll help me better um, understand the company and what the shareholders want. And also um, in-house, we go about over communicating with outside counsel. And I'm going to be in a law firm, so I'd be outside counsel. And I'll have to communicate a lot with in-house counsel so that um, how to keep those relations good um, was taught in that class. And I think that'll be really useful as well. And what do you think is something that you've learned um, that you will never use? evidence um which isn't business law related (laughs) but um honestly i think everything that i've learned in business law i will use which is a surprise to me because in commercial law i was like no i'm not going to use that why would i use that but um there's so much stuff within commercial law that i probably will use so um like when i'm drafting my contracts i want to make sure that the contract has, um, if I don't want, if I want liquidated damages, it has to be in the contract. So, like, um, commercial law kind of taught me um, what 
you would want in a contract if it was between um, either two merchants or a merchant and a client. Well, I'm pleased to hear that you're going to use everything, but I'm going to again put you on the spot. <laughs> and what do you think in what 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 doctrine or skill set did you you think you learned in the classroom that you are going to use the rest of your life in your business career? Corporations. Um, we talked a lot about um, the duties of the board of directors in, of a corporation, and I'm going to use that the rest of my career. I would agree with that one. Let me ask you real quick about Green, St- Green Street Power Partners. Just briefly, what are they and what do you do for them? They are a solar development company. So they're um, developing solar systems or solar farms for uh, schools, municipalities, um, and they're putting them in carports, on roofs, or they'll have um, just like a solar farm where it's just um, on someone's land where they lease the land. So I'm doing a lot of leases, um, easement contracts, EPC contracts, which are in, um, environmental procurement construction contracts. Very good. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Development <laughs> services contracts. Um, what else? Some IDA contracts. It's kind of like a little bit of everything. And how did you find this extra this internship or externship? Through OCI or so OCI, in Simplicity. OCI is on campus interviewing. There you go. On campus interview right here at FSU Law School. Yep. Perfect. And do you find it difficult to balance your, your externship with your classes or are they good about kind of working with your schedule? Actually today I, I on Tuesdays, I work 9 to 5, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. And they're like, that sounds awesome. Cool. Like, we'll see you later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they're really flexible with uh, – because they know I'm a student. They were here. Um, two of my supervisors were FSU law. Um, so they're FSU law alumni. Um, so, yeah, it, I, it can be difficult because on a Tuesday, I'm exhausted, and I don't want to do work when I get home. But if you just – I've learned to just write everything down and it like have a checklist. And if mm-hmm. I can't, if I don't check it off, I get really upset. So just like um, being in charge of like what you're doing and staying on top of your stuff, you'll you'll be fine if you do an externship. I wouldn't recommend it as a one L though. Um, definitely take in the law student experience as a one L mm-hmm. and kind of get be like find out what works for you studying wise. But two L like do an externship or do a clinic, get some sort of like practical experience. Okay. All right. And last question before we get to our Think Fast series, which I'm sure you're a pro at, uh, where do you see yourself after graduation? Let's say five years from now, where are you living? What are you driving? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually just accepted an offer um, at a law firm in Fort Lauderdale and I'll be practicing securities law. Congratulations. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And I'm hoping to stay with them. Um, I've never worked in a law firm. I've always worked in a corporation. So it'll be an experience. But I think I'll learn so much from being in the law firm and working with um, my my boss. She's so smart. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And my car. I haven't really thought about that. Okay, not a car <laughs> person. Some people, that's their first thing. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to buy my first job out. Well, I just, I just got a new car. So okay. I'm like, when this lease is up, maybe I'll think of getting a new car. Okay. But maybe a Tesla. 
I think they look really nice. I think so, too. It's the whole stopping to charge thing. Like, if I'm on a trip, yeah. like, where's the charger and how long is this going to take me? What if I can't find one? Or what if they're all full? Well, she <laughs> just needs to plan it out, too, with Green Street. Yes. She, she just yeah. maps it out with the solar farms. <laughs> Very so she cool. she got it for her car. I'm sure right Green Street is listening, and they're definitely getting ready for an offer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Think Fast Series. I'm going to throw an or question at you. But it's not going to be these, because you've already seen these, and I'm going somewhere else with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Morning person, night owl. Morning. Morning person. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I went to work out this morning before I came here. What'd you do? What's your workout? Um, I did arms and abs. Uh, with like with like weights, like free weights. Oh yeah, like weightlifting. Okay, All right, cool. Uh, how do you take your coffee? Uh, I don't really like coffee. Don't drink coffee. But I did grab one this morning because I did wake up really early, so I got an iced coffee. Okay. What you just think? lost the coffee mug. I know. <laughs> okay, we won't go there. All right, study habits. What's your oddest study habit? I sit on the couch to study. Okay. I think a lot of students do that these days. Yeah. Do you watch TV or no? Can you watch TV while you're studying? If I'm outlining, I put the TV on just so I have something in the background. But no, I can. I need like silence. Mm-hmm. All right, I have to ask, because I find this very interesting, what people listen to in the background of the TV. Like right now, I'm watching Chicago PD, so that's what I'd probably put on in the background. Cool. All right. What is the one mandatory article of clothing for law school must have wear at least three times a week? Oh, to class? Yeah. Um, Comfortable clothes, because I'm sitting there for like two hours. There you go. Awesome. (laughs) But a blazer is definitely mandatory. Okay. For um, networking and stuff. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, Jeff. Thank you, Amanda. This has been wonderful. You've set the bar very high. (laughs) First guest, our first podcast. It's been a successful one, and it's going to be difficult to follow. We may have to just close out here. Like, that's it. No more podcasts. Drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Amanda. This podcast made possible by a generous donation from Jeff and Aggie Stoops. Special thanks to FSU College of Law's Professor Sean Bairn for creating our theme music.